Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're so glad to finally be back. And if you're watching today, then you may notice that things look a little different around these here parts. I'm shooting here from a brand new location, which we'll we'll talk a little bit about that today. But we're very excited to be back. Right, Steph? Yeah, so for the first time in a very long time, let's roll this podcast intro and talk about moving day. It's been a while. Uh, we we kind of told on like Instagram and on our stream that we're taking a break and Adrian's moving, but we never officially told it in the podcast, never said it on our YouTube channel. So we just kind of went radio silence. Yeah, we for, went dark, MIA. We were yeah. out there. Like People were probably wondering what happened to us. Except for that one random instagram reel that just popped off as we kind of stopped posting for a bit <laughs> yeah that was definitely weird go check it out if you haven't seen it you've probably seen it though already <laughs> especially if you're a indian male between the ages of tw- like 24 and 36 <laughs> or whatever you've definitely seen it <laughs> yeah it just suddenly popped off and we were like right in the middle of that break where adrian was moving and i was like Hmm. <laughs> but anyways, we're not here to talk about how Instagram famous we've become. We're here to talk right. about moving day. So if you saw our vlog from this Saturday, you have seen the different stages of emotion Adrian went through while <laughs> the process of moving. So let's start with how do you feel? Yeah, it was a roller coaster, man. Yeah, I watched that video back again yesterday just to remind myself of of where I've been, where I've come. And uh well, it, it was it was pretty accurate, you know. It was a uh it was a long like week-long process basically of moving out. I've moved a lot in my day, I'll say. But this one was pretty tough mainly because of where I was and trying to get everything out right so I feel right now I feel pretty pretty chill right I feel pretty nice at peace it's nice it's all done it's over and we're back recording again we're back streaming again we're back in the flow so things things are nice things are nice stuff because you've you've stayed in Shreveport Bossier for how many years now before moving out um, I moved. I moved to Shreveport back in two thousand and nine when I started uh, started college there, and um, I've really been there since. Aside from like times like between semesters when I'd go home or um, during holidays when I travel a bit, um, I've pretty much been been there ever since. So we're what twelve years in, going on thirteen. I think I think I saw on my timeline on Facebook there was like a. 13 year like anniversary thing or something and I was like that's right around the time like it has to be close to 13 years wow so that must be tough too kind of like leaving the city that was like your home for so long yeah I know you're back home but it's like it was home yeah it's weird because like people always you always hear of like if you have to move back to your hometown, it's kind of like you failed at something, right? It's like, oh, you just end up back here or whatever. But that wasn't the case for me. I intentionally chose to come back here. 
Um, but yeah, it is, it is weird though. I've made a lot of great friends and stuff. I have a lot of people that I, I really love back, back in Shreveport. So it'll be, uh, it'd be difficult to see them. And you know, that's really, I guess, kind of the bulk of it about moving anyway. I'm not necessarily attached to any one place, but it's mostly the people there, you know, that that's the reason that makes it hard. I don't, I don't much care about cities or streets or anything like that. Just it's mainly people. So before we go into like talking about like the moving process and stuff, and because even though I'm of no use because I'm 8,000 miles away, I was on FaceTime when he packed and stuff and kind of giving him like, it's okay, let's do this together, even though I wasn't doing anything. But the question. You're lying in bed is... watching me work. <laughs> like usual. The question that's burning in, in our hearts is how does it feel moving in with your two brothers your two younger brothers how <laughs> has it been <laughs> remember they're gonna listen to this yeah, they, they might they might not um so let me lay it out let me lay this out for our listeners right so so i grew up in this area where i am now um a good, a good chunk of my life at least a good chunk of my childhood was spent here um, we actually built this house from the ground up, so we we're the only people who've ever lived in it. My um, my parents are currently like out of town. They're out of town a lot because uh, for work and such. So pretty much all the time, like they may pop in for like a few days every like two or three weeks, but then they're right back. So so it's really it's really kind of us house sitting basically is what it seems like. We're just house sitting for them. And they're my roommates. That's kind of what it feel what it feels like now. It's not the typical like going back home setup, you know, with mom cooking pancakes in the morning or something. You know, it's it's very much your you have roommates with your two younger <laughs> your two younger brothers. Um, one, it's been it's been fun. You know, it's been fun. We've we've done a lot of like. Um, playing games and just hanging out, going to grab dinner and stuff. We've we've had a lot of good times. Um, there's been some uh, a little bit of, a little bit of headbutting here and there too, um, mostly regarding uh, like chores around the house and things like that. Things that need <laughs> to be done. Um, I don't want to flame them too bad on on the podcast, <laughs> just in case their potential um, potential wives would happen to listen. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to rat them out that no, bad. But it's, but it's always an adjustment because you went from living by yourself for the longest time. Right. I mean, the first four years you lived with your cousin, but then you've been on your own to coming back to a more back to roommates where you have to be like, oh, how is this working out? What's going to happen? And it's also kind of their domain because they never left. So you're coming back into their like kingdom, their land. So you can't really like bring a lot of change in. Right. And like, like my my room that I used to live in, my other brother has taken over it now. So that's his room. <laughs> so I'm not about to come back and kick him out of that room. So I've moved into like our our kind of spare like den area. They're like kind of a den man cave kind of thing. So we've converted that. <laughs> My mom's been so gracious to convert that into um, kind of my space, and this is where I am right now. Kind of, kind of the uh, the s- sleeping space. It's the recording space. It's <laughs> my workspace. Like it's a little bit of everything. Even my office space, my like, game space. <laughs> so it's it's like 
a little bit of everything. So it's filling a lot of <laughs> a lot of roles. But I will say that, you know, I was coming from a studio apartment and I think this room is actually bigger than my apartment. So that's actually <laughs> kind of a kind of an upgrade. The view isn't as nice as be on the eighth floor downtown Shreveport, but uh, it's a little roomier, so and not as noisy, believe it or not. Even so with two talk, young roommates. I mean, they're barely there. Again, because they're really young roommates. They they like being out or asleep. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So let's talk about the move a little bit more. How was it to move? Because you were only in that apartment for six months. Like, what was your thought process of, like, choosing the apartment for six months and then moving out? Like, how did it come about? Well, it's always tricky, like, for me at least, choosing an apartment lease, like signing a lease. Because typically they'll be for a year. Um, A six-month lease costs more money per month but you're not tied to be there for a year. So I'm always like, should I take the year and then just pay the extra to get out of it early, do it the lower rate, or should I just do the six months? And it, I think, honestly, it probably works out about the same. Um, <clears throat> but, like, for me, I knew I needed that, like, set in stone, like, all right, in six months, I have to have a decision made, right? I have to do something. So I knew with this one, I was like, all right, we're doing six months at this place. Um, it's a pretty cool little spot, you know, we'll just stay here, figure out things over the course of the six months. And then that'll be like my sets definitive date of like, all right, it's time to, it's time to move. It's time to do this. Um, I don't really know, like, like I, I went with this, this space that I was in. Um, it was a lot different than the typical places I would rent. Like I'd rather rent like a house or like a smaller smaller like area but this was a you know kind of a business district type thing it was like middle of downtown Shreveport like I said on the eighth floor of this like 10 10 story building it's like really nice studio apartment it's like (laughs) it's like I felt like I was some kind of like important person or something up here in this tower (laughs) um so it was a little bit pricier than I would have probably gone with normally but it was kind of close to work and, you know, the uh, it, it was open when I needed to move in. So because um, I moved out of my old place already. So, you know, you just do it out of necessity. Um, but but I will say this. If you see the vlog, it doesn't do justice of how bougie the place is. Because Adrian started the vlog on, on the on the worst day where like his his clothing rack fell. His clothes were everywhere. But when he did the tour for it, and uh, he did it with his cousin, and he had me on FaceTime, like, when I say bougie, like, there are new cabinets in with these, like, gold trimmings on the side, and it's, like, bougie, bougie. Stainless steel appliances, these (laughs) huge windows, I mean, massive windows. Yeah. Oh, it had the most beautiful view, especially at night. So Adrian and I would be talking and he'd be like, oh, look at the city light, especially like on a Saturday where everything is just going off. Everyone's just (laughs) music play until three in the morning. You've got (laughs) motorcycles blaring down the highway, you know, 4 a.m. leaving. 
yeah it was it was definitely pros and cons but like like i was saying the other places i stayed are normally like one to two floor like apartment like buildings right and a lot of people will know what i'm talking about like the typical standard like apartment that you see around here um it's more spread out it's not like big tall buildings or anything it's multiple buildings of like two floors so that would be typically like where i would stay um but this one this was a little different i figured i'd try it out um but it made i will say it made the move a little more difficult um because moving out of my previous apartment it was it was a lot simpler than moving out of the eighth floor of a building with multiple doors to go through with scan <laughs> scanned access in and out a parking garage all that stuff it kind of complicated things a little bit um i'm just grateful that i didn't have any major like huge furniture and that it was a mostly furnished apartment <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we we're just grateful that I mean that we're at a place or Adrian's at a place where he can actually kind of take a break from work, kind of, you know, move out. Because I know that a lot of people don't really have that option, especially when it's needed. So we're just we're just kind of grateful that his work kind of understood where we are in our like lives and just kind of gave the opportunity to do it. So i i think out of everything that we've talked about we just talked about like how like grateful we are for the to be able to do this because you know it if if you all don't know we've been engaged for what nine months now and there is no wedding date in sight <laughs> there is no planning that has happened because she won't marry um, me she refuses to marry me <laughs> she said no way and um I think we will celebrate our f one year of engagement before we actually get married. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. But that's all just because of like visa and stuff, and so. Go going back to the apartment. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coming over like a little bit of sickness. I've been like real stuffy and had like really bad allergies and a cold for the past like week, and so Allergy I'm kind of coming season. off of that. Yeah, and it's really bad down here. Um, it's always worse down here than it is back where I was. So that's a that's a good welcome back, welcome back home, <laughs> right? Get sick, um, in the middle of having to do all kinds of stuff, um, but the, but the thing that really made the move more difficult was like so this new place is up on the eighth floor, and I've got I've got you know a couch that's the biggest thing I brought up there was a couch, um, I've got a table, I've got my desk, my computer set up because we do all this stuff, so I've got tons of computer computer things um that's that was the bulk of what i had plus my plus my like kitchen stuff you know dishes and that sort of thing and then um i don't know if i've ever talked about this on the podcast but i also run a an online store i have an, a couple of online storefronts and so i had a lot of like inventory and while i live there in this studio apartment you can even see this in the video if you watch it on YouTube, I'm like talking about how, you know, maybe if you live in a studio apartment, don't run an online store where you have to hold inventory. Because <laughs> even while <laughs> I was there, I had like accumulated more inventory and um, I was busy. So I wasn't like posting it all up and sharing it out as much as I normally do. So it was just kind of collecting and collecting and I was stocking up and stocking up. And I'm like, 
it's like cluttering my space and filling up my life and everywhere I go there's just like boxes and bags of stuff everywhere <laughs> and I'm like starting to feel like a hoarder it's stressing me out a little bit and there's just nowhere to Adrian, really like put it if, you know if you know Adrian he's a very minimalist person as in only keep what you need kind of person uh in his old apartment before the one he moved out of like he had the smallest closet which had things that like maybe 10 t-shirts to just grab and go and he's like i don't need that many but like since the online store started it's like he has a whole new wardrobe for every single day of the year <laughs> yes there's lots to pick and choose from and i always find stuff that i that i like and want to keep and i've actually started collecting a little bit too so maybe we need to get into that in a podcast that could be an episode there talk about collecting. oh yeah there, there are there are times where we have to be like okay we cannot we don't we don't right now have a house so we cannot keep yeah there's right certain now. things i come across and i'm like that'd be so sick to have but we don't have like a spare bedroom or like an office or game yeah. room or anything some place to put it um but yeah we need to write that down across like good good like furniture and stuff and i'm like we have no place to keep it right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, yeah all those things, <laughs> all those things definitely complicated it for sure. Like um, just having so many boxes to bring. Um, you'll notice in the video, I actually end up making two trips down and my family actually comes up on the last one to help me get the rest of it. Otherwise, I probably would have had to do three or four trips if it was just me by myself. Um, so yeah. super, super grateful for them for doing that. Um, when they mm -hmm. came up, to do like the final like big moving day this was you know the last day i was there turn in your keys and all that stuff um it it just started pouring rain it rained all day um up until that point it hadn't rained in like over a month we'd been like a drought basically and the day that we're moving out it's just pouring rain all day and it rains all day all day the next day and the next day and the next day and it was like 40 days and nights of rain it seemed like <laughs> you, know, you saw like the arc like come floating by down the street and stuff like it was bad so like the but, whole time we're moving it's just soaked we're soaked everything's getting wet <laughs> and it's just making an already difficult move a little bit harder and it was so humid even like the first trip that you made down it was so humid it's just but also, that week that you were moving, the final move, you had like a dental surgery or procedure that needed to be done, and so that kind of that kind of made it worse because he was out of commission for like twenty four hours, twenty four hours that he could have packed stuff. He was just out of commission. Yeah. I remember I went to sleep when he had gone back from the dentist, and he was asleep. And when it was time for me to sleep, he was still sleeping. So, <laughs> yo, they gave me. It was an interesting time. They gave me some stuff. So it's right in the middle of me packing up. So I'm. So I was trying to, basically, like I started like a whole week or a little more than a week before because I knew that I had this dentist appointment right in the middle of it, a whole procedure, and it's gonna take me out for at least a full day. And so I was like, all right, I gotta make sure I'm at least got some of this stuff picked up. And so. They, they do the treatment and everything and whatnot, and they send me home, and my aunt's so nice, and she picked me up and brought me to the dentist. She brought me back to my place, um, and they gave me, like, 
two or three doses of Ativan, which is this, uh, this friggin' <laughs> this anti-anxiety medication. Cause I'm a little, I'm a little baby when it comes to the dentist. It was, back there, it was like a three hour procedure too. It was like a long time to yeah. get back there. So I was very appreciative of it, but it was like, like three times the dose of it. So I was just like, like blazed out, you know, like I was, he was living was, his life. I was like poured up with a double cup, you know, I was like getting that codeine <laughs> on or something like I was, I don't, I don't remember what was in it, but it was, uh, it was, it was some serious <laughs> stuff. So if you're, if you're on that, on that stuff, definitely keep with your, keep with your normal dosage. Don't bump it up yeah. too much. You know, you'll, <laughs> you'll forget, you'll forget the day. So basically I spent the next oh. week talking to people, trying to piece together that day of what <laughs> happened because apparently while I was on it, I was like out of it. Like I barely remember any of it, like really small like, bits and pieces. <laughs> but apparently like I was up and I was like talking to people and we were like having conversations and things. And I don't remember like any of it. I was talking to my aunt and she was like, yeah, you were, you know, you were talking about this. You, you wanted to drive home and everything. And she was like, <laughs> she's like, no, I'll, I'll go ahead and drive. Don't, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll drive. It's, it's okay. Um, and I was like, he doesn't I, remember <laughs> He doesn't remember. He gets. He got on like the the lift um, elevator for his apartment, and he Facetimed me. And I was like, "How did everything go?" And he's telling me how it went. He got to his apartment. He got on the on his bed, and he's like talking. And he's like, "I think I should sleep." And I said, "Yeah, you should sleep. I'm gonna sleep too." And we both fell asleep on Facetime, which is a normal thing. But like he was out, like his mouth was open. I have never heard Adrian snore ever. But that day his <laughs> mouth was just like, he slept in the most uncomfortable position. Like when I saw him, I was like, man, his neck is gonna hurt the next day. Like, okay, if you can see this, like if you're watching this, you will you can see it. But if you're on audio, I'll try to explain it the best way I can. You know, the armrest of the, couch right so whenever you'd want to lay down you'd want to either put like a pillow there or lay on the cushion part of it and not on the thing i was just on his that thing wrong head, his head was half on the headrest half like neck just floating with his mouth just <laughs> open wide open. like he, he put he put his phone to talk to me right so i can see him i can see him slowly fall back on the on the headrest <laughs> in the most uncomfortable position <laughs> and his mouth just open wide wow. and he's like <sighs> it's like adrian adrian adrian, <laughs> I'm gone. adrian. and he's out so it's like oh maybe i'll fall asleep too and he'll so what usually happens is if we both fall asleep adrian usually wakes up like 10 15 minutes later to you know hang up i woke up three hours four hours later because my alarm went off and i'm like are we still on facetime because i you plugged in your phone and you just <laughs> kept it and so when I, the two days later when i'm telling him all of this he's like no i didn't tell you that i didn't call you on the elevator i said you did we had a full conversation it's so crazy man it's like no way i say yes you opened the door and you said oh the people here are, are really weird and you walked in your door because <laughs> i think like 
I think some neighbors crossed you with like something had happened. Mm. And you just go, people here are so weird. And <laughs> you just walked <laughs> in your door. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so, like, it's kind of scary a little bit. Because I don't even know how I like, like, I basically convinced my aunt, you know, she didn't even know until I talked to her a few days later, like, that I was even, <laughs> like, anything was going on. She was like, man, he's he's doing pretty well, you know? Because she was expecting me to be, like, pretty, like, out of it. But no, I was up the whole ride back. And, he was out um, of it. I was he just talkative, faked it. <laughs> walked inside. I scanned in the door, walked in, went up to the eighth floor through the doors and unlocked my apartment went in locked it back and everything like and i don't remember like any of this i called you apparently we had a conversation like i don't remember any of it and i'm just like man just think of all the stuff i could have gotten into that would have been bad i could have made bad decisions and not even known it oh god no he we literally so i said what what can you eat what can you have and you i like soup like chicken soup. Like he talked so passionately and yeah. sensually about chicken soup. <laughs> no way. Yes. You're making this up for the podcast. No. Do you remember you had soup, right? When? Like you woke up and you had soup for dinner. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. So when I asked you, like, I did my hey, COVID did they soup. say what? Well, I said, hey, could you have, like, have they given any restrictions? Because usually they say, like, don't mm -hmm. have cold, don't have, you know, too hot and stuff. So I asked you, and you go, like, I'd like soup, like chicken soup. Like, this is, like, the time when you were, like, slowly going on the on the armrest of the thing. <laughs> like, oh, like, good chicken soup. Will you make me chicken soup? <laughs> I was like, I wish I could. And you're like, ah. Oh. I like oh, chicken no. soup. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, no. It was oh, so no. funny. But Adrian is like the cutest thing, like all like doped up. Right. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Adivan is basically like, like another, like it's it's a lot like Xanax. So if you've ever seen someone like really using Xanax, not not using it to treat like a legit condition, but like. I guess abusing Xanax is probably the word I'm looking for. <laughs> then, then that's then that's where you're. That's what you get. You know, if you ever heard of the rapper Lil Xan, yeah, that was me basically. So I was Lil Xan. I'm gonna drop my new uh, SoundCloud uh, mixtape. So, so that kind of complicated like moving stuff because he, I want to say he lost 24 hours, but like even like after 24 hours, he was still like like coming out of it kind of thing so it was just like there was no work done right. on the apartment it's really, like, really tired you need to start like you need to start packing and stuff so it was it was a rush and a race to be packed and be ready to move <laughs> yep and that was and that was the whole thing man i was so like i was kind of on edge throughout everything because you know i know that i've got to move i know that i got all this change coming up on top of it i've got to do this dental procedure it's gonna cost a lot of money and whatnot like it was it was just a whole thing so coming out of that um once things were kind of resolved i was back to my normal <laughs> state and just taking care of my teeth um then you know i finished packing up stuff had my had my closet repaired and everything after it had collapsed earlier and so mm -hmm. finally i'm able to wrap up the last bit of packing and get it all together um 
and yeah, that's then one thing. On top of that's that, one thing I didn't on, even cover in the video. You know, is that that whole dental procedure? I didn't really film much yeah. of that. I did, however. I, mean, I, I don't we think put you it would in be there. able to. We should have put it in there. While I was in the dentist, I took oh, a legit 17-minute yeah. video. I, I just straight yeah, up was did. holding my phone while this guy is, like, drilling on my teeth. And I'm, like, out of it. Because I remember this. I remember asking them to film a TikTok with me. And <laughs> I, know, I know I was out of it because I would never be like hey film a tiktok i would say like can you film a video i wouldn't say specifically a tiktok oh, so you know i'm just out of it completely but he but i remember him being like yeah yeah we will yeah we'll do it later we'll do it i later. think he knew you were out he of knew it. i was I out think of he it knew. he did he did he did and he knows because even in the video in the video you could see like agent agent has it like really close to me close to the phone the phone close to his face and he's like it's like a video he's trying to send to me because he goes like, so I'm waiting. Like he's whispering and it's I'm waiting for them to come in and they're going to do this. Da, da, da. So and you hear the doctor come in and he puts the phone down. And like two minutes later, like you can see his hand just fall like. Plop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then it, the rest, like fifteen minutes, is just that. Like you're looking at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, we should, probably should have snuck that in the video a little bit. I should have. I mm -hmm. should have. I didn't, I didn't send it to you. Well, maybe. Uh, so, maybe you'll see that a little later on, a little Easter egg. So apart from that, Agent also before he left had to send in his passport to get renewed because, you know, he's planning on coming to India. So. He's racing to get all these things done, which is just, which is, you know, just, I don't know. I don't know how you did it. That's my life. It's crazy. I don't know how you did it. It's last minute. It's a lot of stuff. This is what you do when you live on your own. You know, you just do what you got to do. I would not. Anyone else I who would, lives on their I own knows, knows what it's like. You just do it. <laughs> you know? I would have, I would have. Oh, I would have had a panic attack so many times. I I couldn't. I couldn't. I'll hook you up with I some Ativan. It's all good. No. Oh, no, no, it'd be, no. It'd be feeling good. Also, we talked about... Okay, this is such a weird tangent. But we talked about, like, the difference in, like, dental procedures in um, India versus America. And it... It sounds so like unnecessary the things that you guys do. What? Avoid pain? Like Ada like Ativan, you go under general anesthesia. Not, like not for I just went anything. in not for just anything. I went in no no like like a wisdom tooth removal where they had to like my they had it was like a proper procedure where they cut open your gum and like they take out your tooth blah blah blah, blah. so you do that without anesthesia just you just open your mouth and they just cut it open and stuff. no i did local you didn't do anything. anesthesia you didn't do anything you local just go anesthesia. there and you're like give it to me duck we're gonna do this i'm gonna show these <laughs> no, stupid but I americans mean, like, local. these dumb idiots no, like, <laughs> they're no, like local them. anesthesia Get like it. you had local anesthesia but i never like ever people go like under like General yeah, people, it just depends on the person, you know. I'm a baby, so I want all of the things. <laughs> I wanna, if I cannot remember it, that would be great. I, at first, I was thinking I was going completely under, and I was fine with that. And I was actually disappointed. Oh, yeah, you did tell me I was that. disappointed that I was just getting the juice, you know. 
And I was just <laughs> getting a little bit, little bit tipsy. But, but that, that juice was, was like juice. It was good juice. Yeah. Well, I want us to talk more about this move, but I want to talk more about like why the move has happened. What what's in the future for both of us mm-hmm. uh, since this move has happened? So I am thinking, why don't we do a part two? And we talk about more in detail of why you moved and where we are going forward with like podcast and our like creative projects together. Yeah. What do you think about that? That, uh, that sounds like <laughs> a good idea um, because I know we still have a lot, lot to talk about because um, we've got a lot of pretty, pretty cool plans coming up here in the near future. And we want to make sure everybody is aware of them and uh, what's going yeah. on in our lives because um, this move, this move was kind of a big, a big, like kind of next step, you know, like a next chapter. It kind of felt like a, like a turning of the page, so to speak. So mm-hmm. while it was very hectic and busy and, um, pretty like draining, um, it's overall for the, for the good. So we're, uh, we're excited mm-hmm. about it. We're excited about, you know, what, what these next, uh, next couple of months are going to look like. Yeah. And uh, we definitely want you to be a part of that journey. So we definitely want you to stick around to the podcast, especially the next episode, so you so you know what's going on. Um, you know, mm-hmm. stay plugged into our social media because that's where you'll see really really quick and timely updates. We'll be posting there, and um, just trying to keep everybody abreast of the situation that's at hand, dear Watson. Yeah, dear Watson. <laughs> so. We'll see you next week. Uh, if you have not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Mm-hmm. We are on our way, or our goal is to hit a hundred subscribers uh, in the next. Where? Where do you want them to subscribe, Stephanie? Oh, sorry. Subscribe on our YouTube channel because we uh. want to hit a hundred by the year end. So. We're hoping that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, if you like listening to us on your drive to work or while you work out, make sure that you're listening to us on s- all the streaming platforms. Right. Every podcast so, service, pretty much Spotify, Apple, yeah. Google. Um, be sure on those stores to go ahead and rate our podcast as well if you enjoy it. Um, that also helps with the algorithms and pushing it out and getting it to people. So yeah. we do appreciate that. Thank you so much for all the help in that regard. We do this just because we love it, but um, we also want people who might also love it to to see it, come across it, and maybe be encouraged in their situation or find uh, some new yeah. some new people to uh, to uh, hang out with. You know, so thank you so much so for listening we- for supporting. We truly do appreciate it. We uh, hope to see you back here next week. Same time, same channel, same place, same avenue, same lovely faces as always. We love you all and hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Bye.